Welcome to the Faith Renewed Podcast. I'm Pastor Terry Rogers, and I want to thank you for listening to this message. If you want to learn more about Faith Renewed, check us out online at faithrenewed.org. if you would. Let's grab our Bibles, grab our sword, and go to the book of Psalm, chapter 103. Psalm 103. Come on, 103. Amen. And uh, as you turn there, man, if you use the Version Bible app, I encourage you right now, if you use that app, you're welcome to do this. Join us on the live event taking place. You can click more than events, and you can follow right along with this message. And so, Again, thank you. Thank all those who family members who come out to celebrate today, this special day, a special time, man. And I love it. I, I love, love what God's doing in the families of this house. Amen. Well, Psalm 103 says this, verses 8 through 12. It says, the Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger, and abounding in mercy. Well, I say amen. Yeah, it's a good place. Yeah. He will not always strive with us, nor will he keep his anger forever. He has not dealt with us according to our sins, nor punished us according to our iniquities. For as the heavens are high above the earth, so great is his mercy towards those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. Wow. Amen. Ain't that good? Ain't that good, man. Let's pray and let's thank him for that. Father, thank you, Lord, for what you're doing in our lives. Thank you for what you're doing in this family, God. And I just declare, Lord, that forgiveness will just flow freely today in this house. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Tell your neighbor again, I love you this morning. I'm glad you're here. Tell them that. <clears throat> yeah, tell them I'm glad you're here. Colton and Houston, good to have you guys. First time as married couple. Colton and Houston, good to have you guys. First time as a married couple. So good. To have you guys in here with us today, they just said their yeses and they said their I do's a couple weeks back. Good to have you with us. But we're in a series right now called Why. Somebody say why. Yeah, why. And um, we've been doing this. We've been learning more about Faith Renew. Been learning more about, I believe, ourselves. And we've been learning more about God himself. And so today, uh, it's just simply this. Today... Why do we have to forgive? Mm. Uh, why do we have to forgive? I mean, I just, you know, I'm, I'm just going to be honest. This was not the message that I was like just really hoping the Lord let me preach today. Matter of fact, this wasn't in my list. When I sat down originally and began to put together the notes for this series. Um, but this, this week, he would not let me get away from this. And so I'm just trying to be the best that I can to be obedient to him and what he's saying to my heart. And um, I love it because after last week, man, it was like, why? You know, it was wild. I mean, I wanted today to preach on why baptism part two. Uh, yeah, yeah, I just wanted to do why baptism part two because it was just awesome. Why Holy Ghost? I mean, there's so many ways that I would love to go and do this, but today he said, why forgiveness? And, and I believe this. How many of those guys doing something special at Faith Redeemed right now? Yeah, hey man, he's doing something so special right now. And, and I just really feel like he dropped this in my heart this week. Forgiveness is going to be the key for more of him. 
Yeah, come on. Forgiveness is going to be the key for more of him. And so when we do this, I, I want you just to be open today because the Lord may speak to your heart to forgive someone. They may be living. They, they may be dead. Uh, you, you may have to look in the mirror and forgive someone today. There's, there's several ways that the Lord may speak to your heart. You may have to ask, be the one who asks for forgiveness. And I'm talking about like truly be sincere about what we're going to do today. Not like what can happen sometimes. Like if, uh, you know, maybe you did this or maybe your kids do this. If they kind of do something they shouldn't do to their sibling and you're like, man, you need to apologize to them. And they're like, Sorry. They became a ventriloquist all of a sudden. Didn't he open their mouth? Sorry. Sorry. You know, no, no, no. Not so, I'm, I'm sorry. I apologize to you. And, and not even the answer back, okay. No, no. Say, I forgive you. And so I'm talking about really going to a place of forgiveness. And I'm just going to let, let you know. It, it's okay. I do know and realize this. Forgiveness is easier said than done. All right, so just some of you are like, man, Pastor, you don't know. No, this can be the hardest thing, man, today that you bit this being placed before you. And even like spiritually, it's kind of hard sometimes. It may be emotionally and physically difficult, but I believe this, it's going to bring great blessings upon our life when we walk in forgiveness. And so when we make this choice, and how many knows that everything, again, God asks of us, it's not always easy. It's not. It's not always easy. So again, he asks of us, but there are huge benefits that come when we walk in forgiveness. And so today, I want to do this the best that I can. I want to help just show us scripturally what it looks like and answer the question, why do we have to forgive? I mean, it's like, man, why do we have to do this? And I just want to say this, this is not my, my point, but we never look more like Jesus, I, I believe. We never look more like Jesus when we do this, when we give radical uh, forgiveness to an extreme injustice. And so today, this is what I want to challenge us to do, to step into this place. So why do we have to do this? Why, why do we have to give, forgive? Because, number one, we really, we don't really have another option. You're like, oh, yes, I do. I've been doing it for years, Pastor. Come on, amen. All right. No, I, got, I have other options, and I've, I've opted that way, Pastor. And, and no, listen, we don't really have another option if we want to walk in obedience to God, if we want to be in obedience to his word. And so if we want to be doing what God has asked of us to do, forgiveness for us, again, we don't have a choice. Again, not easy, but also not really an option. Again, he's given us this truth. And so I love this, and I love what Christ does. We see the picture of Jesus always setting the example, and he's always so good about what he does in Scripture. And we see this. We see where Peter, that, that disciple, man, who just, I love, who was just out there, man, wide open, he comes to Jesus and he comes to him and he's like asking him this thing about, man, what forgiveness and how often he has to do it. Now, if you, if you know this, in Matthew 18, verses 21 and 22, it says that Peter came to him and said, Lord, how often shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him? Up to seven times? Now, I like this because Jesus said to him, I don't know if you've ever caught this, I do not say to you up to seven times, and there's a comma. All right? Now, it means that there's a little brief pause. I don't say to you up to seven times. And you know, Peter was like, 
dude, I got this, man. I don't even have to do it seven times, man. I don't have to do it. This is awesome, man. I don't have to. I think I can do this. I think I'm going to be able to make this. And so I believe Peter was pumped at first when Jesus said, "Up, you don't have to to do this up to seven times, smiling, but up to 70 times, seven. You know, Peter wiped that grin off his face quick. Amen. That, I mean, just like that. And he wasn't, I don't believe, saying this. I don't believe he was saying that after 490 times, on the 491st time, you don't have to forgive them anymore. All right? I believe he was setting a principle in place. He was showing us the importance of something that we must do that must be an ongoing work. And it's simply called forgiveness. And so I wanted to just let you know, sometimes people like pastors will, uh, will really do this. They will put something so hard on you they will make things seem, man, I sometimes set the bar so high, it's unrealistic. And a lot of times they do that hoping that you'll sometimes somewhere come in right below that and then maybe you'll get it. I don't work that way. I just want to just like tell you straight up that we're called just to forgive. That's what he says of us. Again, it's not an option. Now, I want you to know a few things to help you because, again, some of those unrealistic expectations put on you when it comes to the word forgiveness, we think, man, I can't do that or I haven't done that because of a certain few things in my life. Now, here are a few things, just a few. The list is greater than this, but here are a few things that forgiveness is not. Forgiveness is not doing this. It doesn't mean that you are approving. It doesn't mean that you're approving, that you're even denying the wrongdoing that took place. That's not what forgiveness means. It's a big deal. And especially if it entered into a place of sin, it was such a big deal that Jesus had to get on a cross and die for their sin. Come on, think about that. So again, I'm not lessening this. I'm not saying it's not that big. Sometimes it's a very big deal, but forgiveness doesn't mean, again, you're agreeing with what they've done. That you're saying, man, no, that's cool. No, listen, it doesn't mean also that you can forget it. I've had people say, man, Pastor, you've never truly forgiven until you've forgotten. You know, you've never, and I'm like, bro, but you don't even in my head, man. You don't know what goes on, man. And some of those thoughts that want to keep coming back. But listen, it doesn't mean if you forgive them, you automatically forget it. It does not mean that at all. Matter of fact, man, that's a great Christian myth and says that if you haven't forgotten, you haven't, for, you haven't forgiven. I don't believe that. I believe this. I believe that forgiveness can lead to a place where you're like, what happened? I don't even remember that anymore. Amen. But again, that's not how this works. So again, so again, it's also not this. It's not neglecting the justice that needs to take place if there's things that happened. Now, I've said this to people. I'm like, man, you may do this. You may forgive them while you're calling 911. Amen. I'm like, you may be forgiving them when you're getting ready to get on the, the witness stand and testify against them. But you have to forgive. Again, so again, it doesn't mean you're just neglecting justice or those things shouldn't take place. It also doesn't mean, listen, that you're doing this, that you're trusting them again. Oh, I got quiet. No, that's okay. Because some people are like, man, Pastor, you really? No, no, it doesn't. Forgiveness is immediate. Trust takes a while. I know all the parents are saying amen right now, quietly. All right, but you should just say, it's just true. I've, my kids have been like, well, hey, I'm sorry. I'm like, I mean, I was, thank you, man. You know something, I forgive you. They're like, can I get this back now? No. Nope. 
Y'all folks who dedicated your babies, remember that, all right? Y'all remember that one. It works because, again, I don't trust you yet. It's going to take a while. you got to build that back. So, again, it doesn't mean that automatically you're just trusting everything. And it doesn't always mean that you're wanting reconciliation. No, this was going to get tense and all. But, but it also means this. It means that when you do walk in forgiveness, it can bring reconciliation. Amen. I, I love it. We, we live in a world where like, man, we have grounds for this and grounds for that. And again, people like, man, have talked about, man, when adultery happens, that that's grounds for divorce. It is. But you know what it's also grounds for? Forgiveness. Whoo, y'all better look out. It's grounds for forgiveness, man. And I've watched God heal and set free and deliver when people walk in forgiveness. And so, man, we make a choice, a decision to do it. It also doesn't mean this. It doesn't mean that you cease to feel the pain. It doesn't mean that you cease to feel the pain. It still hurts. And when people have done terrible things to you, man, it hurts and it's difficult. But forgiveness is this. Forgiveness is when we do this. We're releasing we're releasing. I'm releasing you. I'm, I'm, I'm no longer going to do this. I'm going to release. I'm going to give you the balance that you have right now. I'm going to mark it down to zero. You owe me nothing. It, it means we're making a choice to do this publicly and privately, not bring shame upon them any longer, and we're going to let that go. We're making a choice to forgive. And so honestly, really, if we're truthful, man, we don't really have an option if we're being obedient to what God has asked of us to do. Amen? So it's not really a choice. Amen? So number two is this. We we have to forgive because forgiveness sets us free. Amen. Amen? Forgiveness sets us free. And I love this, man. And, and it, it, is, it is so beautiful that when we walk in forgiveness, we end up walking in freedom. And I, I love it. I've seen it over and over and over. I, I've, I've sat down with people, man, who have carried things for years, places of unforgiveness because of things that were done to them that were wrong. Now, again, when I've watched it happen, when they make the choice to forgive, it was wild. I'll have them, and we've had them write it down in their Bible, the date they chose to forgive. And I've, I've been around long enough and known some of, some, some of you guys long enough now, I've got to watch what happens. I've done this now with some decades ago, literally. I mean, we, I did this with one, one, one family over a decade ago. They're still a part of this house. And I've watched a transformation happen in their life when they made the choice to forgive. It is beautiful what God has done. And he sets us free when we do this and when we make this choice. I, I love Pastor Harry. He, he says something years ago, and I say this as often as I can say it. I, I say this as often as I can. He said this, they may not deserve to be forgiven, but you deserve to be free. Amen. You deserve to be free. It's something, man, again, we see this, and Jesus talks about this. The scripture shows us over and over. In Matthew 6, verses 14 and 15, he says, For if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. Do you see what happens here, man? This is hindering our prayer life, this is hindering our relationship. This is hindering our relationship. And here's the truth. Man, if you're the one who is extending the forgiveness and you're asking someone to forgive you, and man, they, they, they accept it, or if they don't, listen, you can't control that. 
You have, you have to, again, move forward. If you're making the choice to forgive and then you let that go, they don't change. It does nothing to them. You can't let that control you. You have to do what you're called to do because this is what it does. It sets us free. Have you ever been around someone like, man, they're just like a miserable person? Sad, man. It's, it's heartbreaking. And, and, and it ultimately, man, it'll, it'll put you in prison. It'll put you in bondage. It'll bring you to the place to where you're the one. And sometimes we've done this. Like, man, we're holding unforgiveness. We're holding that against someone else. And we're saying, man, I'm not letting them go. I'm going to keep them in prison as long as I can keep them there. I'm going to keep them in bondage as long as I can keep because of what they've done. Master Cato said this. He says, forgiveness is unlocking the door to set someone free. And realizing you were the prisoner. Come on. It's, it's us unlocking the door to set someone free. And we didn't realize, man, we were the prisoner all along. They may have done it and never known what they did to you. Think on that for a second. They may, they may have hurt you and not even know it. And they've gone, oh, man, they're sleeping good. You're struggling to sleep. It's rolling through your mind. They're moved on and you're upset. You're like, man, how are they moving forward with their life? How are they moving on? How are they doing that? Man, they may not even know what they've done to you. They may not even realize it. Or if they may not even have meant to have done it. So again, but you have to do this. You have to let that go. You release them from that. Mark eleven twenty five. 25, he said it this way. Mark, he said, and when you stand praying, if you hold anything against anyone, forgive them. Forgive him so that your Father in heaven may forgive your sins. And he even goes on, we can, we can read this, I won't because I don't want to like upset you. But he actually tells us that we're supposed to pray for them and bless them. Huh. And, uh, and, I, and, and I know it's hard, but I, I believe this is what we're called to do. A lot of times it's that praying that will bring you to the place of forgiving. I've seen that happen. And it's hard. It's hard to hold something against someone that you're praying for every day. That you're speaking blessings over, man. And and this is what you have to remember, that that God loves the offender just as much as he loves you. I paid a good one, didn't I, man? Amen. All right. He loves them just as much as he loves you. And what it does, it does this. It sets us free. And this is the hindrance of what it can do. It can affect the other relationships in your life that God has for you. It's, it's hard. I've seen this. I've watched someone who has been wounded in church come to this church carrying those wounds and automatically believe in their mind that they're going to do the same thing they did to me that other place. Now, listen, nobody's perfect in this place, and nobody gets it right all the time. But listen, listen, But you have to be able to do this. You have to be able to forgive so you can move forward. I've, I've watched people, man, leave one relationship, go into another relationship, and because of what the person did in the first relationship, the second relationship never goes to where it should go. In God, in the relationship physically, emotionally, it's always there because they're holding unforgiveness. And so we have to do this. We have to, we have to do that. We have to use that, let that go. And then it does this for us. It sets us free. I, I love this, man. Last week we celebrated, man, 43 people going under the waters of baptism. Amen. Being set free. Being, anxiety, fear, I mean, so much past was drowned, man. It was incredible. You know what the enemy would love to do? Put unforgiveness in your heart. Put, put things back in your mind. Put you in this place, man, where you don't let it go because, again, it brings freedom. 
for us. And so again, forgiveness, man, we have to do it because it sets us free. And thirdly, this morning, finally, this is so vital, we have to forgive because we have been forgiven. We have been forgiven. You're like, Pastor, I haven't. You can today. You can today. What, what, what does that even mean? What, what does that even look like, man? You just go to God. And this is what's awesome, man. Jesus came and he got on a cross, died in your place for your sins so you could come to him. You don't have to have another person do it. You can go to him yourself. And, man, this is what happens when we come to him. We are forgiven. And, man, he, he, he lets it and it sets us free and delivers us. And I love this. Ephesians 4.32 says it this way. Be kind to one another, tenderhearted, Forgiving one another just as God in Christ forgave you. So, man, how do we do it? Man, we remember what he forgave us from. So think about that. Think about what you've done to God. Think about what you've done to Jesus. And, man, how do we do that? Man, we do it because he did it for us. We did it because he was an example, man. And the gospel is more about what Jesus did than what we do. Amen. The gospel is way more about what Jesus did than what we do. And so again, he forgave us and we put our faith in what he did. We put our hope in him and who he is and what he did. And I love this, man. Jesus continually modeled this. He was the example. He was the perfect example of forgiveness throughout. He didn't just preach it. He didn't just teach it. He led us this way by example. He showed us what to do. And I love that you'll see this. Man, if you look at the words of Jesus on the cross, man, they're so powerful. We did a series on it one time, man. If you were not there, I encourage you to go back and listen to that. But what he said from that cross was so vital. But you know what he said first? Most scholars believe this was the first thing that came from his mouth. After he was raised up from the earth, after he was there suspended between heaven and earth, after he was there, this was the words that came forth from his mouth. Father, forgive them. Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. In this one, one verse, we hear the heart of God. And, and, and the cross is so important. Man, you, if you don't know, listen, he was beaten beyond recognition, Scripture says. He was whipped for us. He was nailed to a tree. I mean, he, he was raised up from that tree. And he, this was his words, Father, forgive them. And he knew, again, they were one. And he, he made this choice. He walked in this forgiveness. And I love it. The cross shows us so much. It shows us, listen, how great our sin is. But it also shows us how great his love is. And, man, I love this about the cross and what it does for us. And this is how good Jesus is. This is what he did. And I love this. And, I, and we can't do it this way. Listen, Jesus didn't do it like after he ascended after he got by the Father at the right hand of God, the Father. After he interceded for a while and prayed through. That's not when he forgave. He did it in that moment. And I, Charles Spurgeon, he says things so well. He made this quote. This thing has wrecked me this week. It says, it was not a prayer for enemies who had done him an ill deed years before. But for those who were there and then murdering him. 
Not in cold blood did the Savior pray after he had forgotten the injury and could the more easily forgive it. But while the first red drops of blood were spurting on the hands which drove the nails, while yet the hammer was bestained with crimson core, his blessed mouth poured out the fresh warm prayer, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And I love this. I read this in Psalm 103 in our opening text. In verse 12 again, this is how, this is how he does it. This is what it looks like. He said it this way. He said he forgives and he says he puts it as far as the east is from the west. And this is wild to me because, you know, we actually have a north and a south pole. Think on it for a second. He didn't say he, he, he forgives and throws as far as the north is from the south. He didn't forgive that way. And, and if you're wondering, I looked it up. That's what I do. It's 12,436.12 miles apart from the north to the south pole. But the east and the west is how he did it because there's not an east and a west pole. There's not a starting and there's not an ending. Come on, give God praise for that right there. He's so good. I love him. And he says that's how he forgives today. I want to ask you to do this. Would you stand, please? And I want to ask you two questions as we close. I want to ask you two questions as we close, man. And please understand, God got you here today for a specific purpose and reason. He may have used a dedication. He may have used an invitation, but he got you here. He got you here. And I want to ask you these two questions. Firstly is this, is there someone you need to forgive? Man, we're experiencing a revival in this church of outpouring God's presence. Forgiveness is going to be the key for that continued release, a greater of more. I'm telling you, I believe that. So is there. And this is what we know, man. Forgiven people forgive people. And so listen, if, if you've been forgiven, that's our option. It's, it's the only choice that we make. And so is there someone that you need to forgive? I'm going to ask you to do this. Just bow your heads, close your eyes. And if, there, if the Lord brings someone to your heart right now, I just want you just right there where you're standing, just begin to say this, I, I forgive them. I let that go. Forgiveness is a choice. It's a decision. It's not an emotion. He made the choice to forgive us. He made the decision to forgive us. So let that go. Is there someone you need to forgive? Right now, just before we take one further step in this service, just if there's anyone God puts on your heart to forgive right now, just do this. Just, you don't have to say it out loud. But right now, just declare that forth. Say, I forgive. Say their name. I release them. Say their name. Let it go. Is there anyone today that you need to forgive? Second question this morning. I'll close with this. Is there someone today that you need to ask forgiveness from? Wow. Is there someone today you need to ask forgiveness from? You know, we've hurt people too. We're not the only ones that have hurt. We've, been, we've made mistakes. We've missed it. We've dropped the ball. Is there someone today, listen, that you need to ask forgiveness from? The first and the most important today is this, is you and God. Do you need to come before him and do you need to say, God, forgive me of my sin. Forgive me of my failures, my faults. If if that's you today, just right where you're standing, just begin to talk to him. You have access to the Father right now. Jesus made a way right now that you just come to him and talk to him right now. 
Just say, God, I come to you and I ask you to forgive me. I want to let it go right now. Just right now, forgive me of all sin. Forgive me of all failures. Yeah, just ask him now. For some of you, you may need to make a phone call today. You know, you may need to pick up the phone. You may need to text someone, FaceTime them. You may need to sit down and write a letter. You may need to visit a cemetery on your way home. This is how real this is. You may need to look in the mirror. But listen, God doesn't hold that against you when you bring it to him. Don't hold it against yourself. He didn't hold it against that person when they come to him. Let's don't either. Father, I thank you for forgiveness right now. I thank you for forgiveness right now. May it flow freely in this room. May it flow freely in this room. Thank you, Father. Just as heads are bowed and eyes are closed right now, if God's put someone on your heart that you need to forgive and let go of right now, just lift up your hands high as you can get it. If there's someone today God's put on your heart, man, that you want to make things right with yourself, Right now, if there's someone, and again, they may or may not respond to that. They may not even be here. They may not even be physically on this earth, but if, if that's you, just raise it up. Yeah, raise it up. If you need to let something go, you need to forgive someone, you need forgiveness yourself, raise it up high as you can get it right now. Yeah, I see that. Many hands in this room. Many hands in this room. Probably even many more that need to be up. Listen, if you're a first-time guest, if you're a part of this family, Remember this church, part of this leadership team. If you need to forgive today, listen. Listen, we all need to make this choice. Let it go today. Father, I speak blessings over every hand raised, over every person here. And God, I thank you today, Lord, that you loved us so much that you sent your son Jesus, came and died in our place for our sins. God, and we accept that forgiveness today. Receive it now by faith, Lord. And we all said today, extend it as freely as you've forgiven us. In Jesus' holy name, thank you, Father. So worship team, they're going to close us out with this one last song. As they sing this song to him, I want you to do this today. I just want you to take time and just worship the Lord. I want you to spend this last few moments in prayer. If the Holy Spirit pulls something on your heart, just again, if you again a name, give it over to the Lord right now. If you need prayer for any reason, today we want to do this. We want to invite you to come. You're going to be, you can come and we can just pray with you. You can step over to the side. You can step off to the side. We have prayer team. Be willing to pray with you. If you need prayer for any reason, you need to forgive someone. You need to do this. If you did this, I would encourage you to do this. If you've forgiven someone this morning, now do this. Start praying blessings over them. Take this moment to begin to pray blessings over them. So if you want to do that, just spend this time with the Lord. Let's let it go. and Let's let the presence of God move in our hearts today. In Jesus' name. Thanks again for listening to this message. We hope it's been a source of encouragement for you. If you need prayer, would like to support this ministry through your financial giving, or just want to learn more about Faith Renewed, please stop by faithrenewed.org.